Welcome to the Agile Empath Podcast. Whether you're leading, managing, coaching a team, there is a human behavior aspect. We have 20 plus years in the mental health industry and have creative ways to approach situations. We're gonna begin with innovative ideas, how to tap into creativity, utilizing empathy. So these are soft skills to tap into our own potential and help others tap into that potential so we can be efficient with agile methodologies. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the Agile Empath podcast, Leadership Skills, part two, Situational Awareness. Please like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Hello, my name's Alexia Georgiou. I'm a coach and consultant. I innovate and create with empathetic, agile methodologies. My website is theresilientpathway.com. Contact me, alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com. We have special pandemic coaching packages available. We're also providing consultation services with development and training on Zoom. I look forward to hearing from you. So today we're talking about situational awareness, and this is how leaders can increase effectiveness by developing this skill in everyday interactions with teams. Situational awareness is the perception of environmental elements and events with respect to time or space, the comprehension of their meaning, and the projection of their future status. So there are three parts to situational awareness. Uh, this is our picture mentally of what is going on around us. According to psychologist Micah Ensley, these are the three levels. So this is the one, two, three. Perception. We pick up information and cues from our environment. Comprehension. We put those pieces of information together and develop an idea of what's going on. Anticipation, we predict what might happen next. Huge leadership skill. In a dynamic situation, situational awareness is embedded in a loop where the environment affects situational awareness and decisions made under a particular level of awareness affect the environment. Cultivating this in the workplace is much about pausing, asking, assessing, and then planning your moves based on desired or expected outcomes. West Point cadets are taught situational awareness as it represents one aspect of tactical decision-making. In a fast-moving and high-stakes environment, such as soldier or law enforcement, um, the officer facing a shooting, don't shoot situation, Engineering psychologists have discovered three levels of cognition needed for making a fast and accurate decision. Level one, accurately perceiving critical elements of the situation. Level two, comprehending the meaning of what is perceived. Level three, 
the ability to make quick and accurate decisions on what is likely to occur next in a dynamic evolving scenario. So West Point has adapted Ensley's model and we have to think really quickly in a crisis situation. The police officers, law enforcement, they are in situations where they have to have this training where it's intuitive and innate, where they're just responding um, with these steps because they've practiced it so much. So that is what skills building is about. When leaders have been surveyed, around the world. Uh, they say situational awareness is a top leadership skill. Skills are not just learned one time. This is something that we have to practice and it's an ongoing practice for all of us to develop. And it's very intentional. Uh, so West Point has a whole class on engineering psychology um, just as part of their training. In response to the Waffle House shooting in Nashville, Tennessee in 2018 that killed four people, the Oregon State Police amended their situational awareness policy. They now advise that if faced with a gunman, it's important to know your surroundings, spot places to hide, and identify objects you could use to defend yourself. Another example of the importance to build the skills of situational awareness intentionally is the invisible gorilla experiment by Shabri and Simons. Participants with the experiment were asked to count how many times a team passes a basketball. There are two teams, one wearing black shirts, the other wearing white shirts. We're counting how many times the team wearing the white shirts passes the ball. Over half the participants who watched the video don't notice a large black gorilla walking through the group during the video. The positive here is that we focus our attention on a specific task. The negative here is that the gorilla is unexpected and we're effectively blind to its presence. Our attention to one task blinds us. We see what we expect to see and are convinced that what we're aware of is all there is to see. Our brains take in so much information, filtering the large amount of input, digesting the information. So how do we develop the skill of situational awareness? Tactical Hive notes we need to detect a baseline of normal based on the following, being mindful of our surroundings. Noise level, smells, lighting level, movement patterns of patrons and staff, activities of patrons, the way people are dressed, the mood of the people. So think about going to a place of worship, to an office, to a restaurant, walking into your family room after a long day. These are the things that we need to focus on. Is there something that's different? It's important to note any shifts or changes in normal patterns. Notice your team, their mood, hygiene, engagement in team activities, general attitude. You may have a teenager. This is very important to be aware of the situation. Have you ever had your teenager or your employee, uh, their performance drop? Did you explore what could be occurring in their lives situationally that could be a factor in the decline of engagement 
or productivity? Or did you provide discipline for the behavior itself? A key aspect of motivation is human behavior. We respond better to management techniques and even parenting techniques that focus on strengths, encourage us with ongoing authentic feedback. If we have a good relationship with our employees, we will be able to notice when they're off their baseline. If we have a good relationship with our teenagers, we'll be able to notice when they're off their baseline. The most natural part of a relationship is to ask how they are doing and probe with, I notice you are. Filling in the blank with the behavior change that you notice. When there's trust in the relationship, we're able to communicate our needs with safety psychologically. So about a third of the large companies in the United States currently are experimenting with giving authentic ongoing feedback to their employees and not having the yearly performance evaluations. So we've yet to see how effective this is with research metrics. I do really agree with this approach. Think of a teenager. Think about when you were a teenager. Do you want feedback at the end of the year when it's time for Santa Claus to come and bring you presents? And then you hear your parents say, you haven't done well, so you're getting no presents. Or do you prefer to have the feedback as things occur? Well, most parents would say, of course, we discipline as things happen. Um, and we have those engaging conversations to see why there's been a shift. The same with employees. We want to walk along their side. We want to redirect when it's necessary. And we want to focus on the strengths. Uh, we need about three positives to one redirect. So that's really important to remember that rule when giving authentic feedback. People respect authenticity. And most of us, we know what we've done wrong, when we've missed it. And it's important to feel safe to be able to own that. And it takes leaders, it takes parents who are able to say, okay, I missed it too. And when I miss it, I admit it. And I'm gonna show you those vulnerabilities. Uh, so we're more on a relational level and we're communicating together. So situational awareness is only the second of eight skills in our leadership series. The first was self-awareness. Our most seasoned leaders today recognize they need to continually develop these skills intentionally to be effective leaders. Stay tuned as we will be sharing on our next skill, communication. Hello, my name is Alexia Georgiou. I'm a coach and consultant. I innovate and create with empathetic, agile methodologies. My website is theresilientpathway.com. Contact me, alexia at theresilientpathway.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-A at theresilientpathway.com. We have special pandemic coaching packages available. We're also providing consultation services with development and training on Zoom. I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs>